You got it. We back. I did some charity today for the kids, but I'm used to it because all y'all charity cases, all y'all stare in my face. I hope you could be the replacement. Niggas are snitching on us without no interrogation. I stay silent because we at war and I'm very patient. Six God is watching. I just hope you rapping. Drake goes crazy. I'm charged up. I'm charged up. Wow. I'm honored that you think this is staged. I'm flattered, man. In fact, I'm amazed. The perfect start to the summer, man. This shit is a doozy. This shit a twist in the movie, but don't jump to conclusions. You boys are getting any of your feelings on me. You should embrace it. This could be one of our realest moments. Okay, the flow start to feel familiar, don't it? Must I remind you that Jimmy got 20 million on it? Need DJ Clue to drop a bomb on it. None of them want this shit more than I want it. I seen it all coming, knew they would push a button. East egg hunting. Episode, this might be 84, 85, maybe? 85? It ain't like I need the money I make off a feature. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know soon, but. Turning into some so and so. We getting up there, though. I'm charged up. Come live all your dreams out at OVO. We gonna make sure you get your bread and you know the ropes. I get a ring and I bring it home like I'm Corey Joe. No woman ever had me starstruck or was able to tell me to get my bars up. Charged up. Oh, no, we eating. Niggas ain't about to starve us. Nah. Niggas ain't about to starve us. I'm charged up. I bought my niggas rollies off of thank me later while these boys were stanky legging. Trust me, this information is vital. I'm trying to take the high road. I still got love for my idols. I got me a deal with Apple, and I still feel entitled. Rumor has it there's something that only I know. Rumor has it I steer the ship with my eyes closed. Rumor has it I either fucked her or never could. But rumor has it hasn't done you niggas any good. It sounds, sounds, sound to the day I die. We going live to keep this shit alive. Cops are killing people with their arms up. And your main focus is trying to harm us. Ain't thinking about to starve us. Niggas ain't about to starve us. Nah, I'm charged up. You got it. Feeling recharged. We back. Episode 84, I think. Shout out to Rappin' Drake, man. We we definitely love Melodic Drake, too, though. We not going... We don't like melodic Drake, but but rapping Drake, he goes crazy. He definitely goes crazy, man. So we back, man. Holiday edition. Um, fresh off Thanksgiving. <clears throat> uh where I ate a whole bunch of food. And and for real, for real, I'm, I'm low-key afraid to step on the scale, man. I had lost, you know what I mean? I lost about 10 pounds. Um, some of that's healthy weight, some of that is not healthy weight, but that's here and over there. Um, and you know, and I'm really not trying to gain it back for real. Like, and over the holiday break, I did get a chance to look at myself in a full body mirror and I was feeling like Will Smith when he did that, uh, his little weight loss challenge and he stood in the, in, you know, in the, whatever in his boxes or whatever and. Had his hand on his hip, and then they did the 360 joint on him. Yeah, man, my, I was feeling like that. That's that's not a good look, man. 
<clears throat> that's not a good look for my for my weight. It's not. So when I seen that I went down on the on the scale, you know, a good ten pounds, I said, All right. I'd like to continue doing this. That's that's kinda how I was feeling. And when I looked at myself in that full body mirror, I said, Oh no, we got to get rid of this. Got got to got to. So yeah, man. So we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep working on that. Although Thanksgiving might have put a little a damper on on that just a little bit, because of course, you know, Thanksgiving you definitely gonna eat till you throw up. You know what I mean? And and you know, I definitely uh I definitely ate a lot of food. I definitely ate a lot of food, that's for sure. And it was good. Shout out to uh <clears throat> now I got this frog in my throat. I had a frog in my throat all day. As soon as I hop on here, here comes the frog. But shout out to my fam, my sister who cooked, Ma Dukes who who uh did a little bit of switching in the kitchen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but you know, it was a nice relaxed time. I get to go, you know, every time I get to go down, you know, out of town, go to DC, I, um, I get to kind of relax a little bit and, uh, yeah, man, you know, it, it was, it was good times, man. It was good times. Um, but yeah, back home now, you know what I mean? Back home now, back to the ground. I feel like it's back to, you know, that Christmas stretch. In between Thanksgiving and Christmas, where where the time starts to slow down just a little bit, <clears throat> you know, before you get into that, you know, that that holiday, you know, Christmas carols and and the and the music and all that. That's probably like a week before Christmas comes, and yeah, time starts to go very slow around that time for some reason. I don't know why, but it does. And so, um. But yeah, man, I I did something, I did something very near and dear to my heart. Uh, over the well, no, I guess over Thanksgiving, I guess a week before Thanksgiving. <clears throat> but um, yeah, man, I happen to have um second annual turkey drive uh, in honor of my pops. Of course, y'all know the story about me starting the podcast. But uh, yeah, man, I, you know what I mean. I did the second annual turkey drive. Um, last year we had holiday boxes. This year we actually had turkeys and fresh produce, which was apples, oranges, um, potatoes, sweet potatoes, uh, carrots, and I managed to distribute a hundred turkeys, a hundred bags of produce. To families in need, man. And, and I must say this, it felt very good. <clears throat> it felt very good just to be able to do something like that. Um, of course, for the, the reason why I'm doing it, felt even better. The location that I'm doing it at is also a very big thing um, location-wise. <clears throat> and the whole thing, it just kind of makes me feel good. And, and I got to be, I got to be real. It still has not really dawned on me exactly what I did. Like it, it really, it really still hasn't. Because when you think about, you know, helping a hundred families, um, you know, during the holiday season, and when you know things are scarce, 
and being able to do that and like you know why i'm doing it man it's huge man it's a huge thing it's something that that can only get bigger and bigger i mean when you think about something like that um turkey drive you know you you also think about um longevity you think about you know how you can keep making it bigger and better each year and and still continuing to have the same impact and and you know those are the things that i plan on doing i do plan on you know going from 100 to 125 or 150 um you know 200 just helping that many families out uh during that time helping that many people out yeah man it, it holds a lot of weight um and you know as i said before it still it still hasn't fully processed <clears throat> it still has not fully processed which is crazy to me but it's definitely um for me one of the bigger moments you know prouder moments that i've had um and i you know i've had i you know i feel like i've i've done some some things but i think this might be the biggest thing that i've done um and for my reasoning for doing it man just yeah man it just this makes me feel good man it, it really does and you know as as i stated it's something that i do plan on continuing to do uh in the future you know what i mean so we get a third annual we get we you know and i get to pass it down to you know to my child and and she can continue to do it and this is something that can go on forever you know it can it can live on forever and that is that is the the plan and that is what makes creating this this turkey drive um such a big deal to me you know what i mean we could get up to 100th annual um you know carl parker turkey drive like that i mean just thinking about that and just thinking about the numbers yeah man it's just crazy man it, it, it really is um <clears throat> But yeah, man. So you know, I just kind of wanted to, kind of wanted to, you know, touch on that a little bit. I don't want to sad the episode out um, with that. And got to be real with y'all, man. I mean, when I started this, I really don't have no docket. And a part of me was, and part of the, part of what I guess what I realized about about doing this, recording, is that it is not just you could just do it and just it's not as easy as just riding a bike. It's not. It's not just easy just to, you know what I mean? Like you cannot just do it for a while and just hop right back on the bike. It doesn't it does not work that way with this. At least it doesn't feel like that way with me. Because as I sat here and pondered about, you know, doing the episode, I was thinking about like how am I gonna start the episode? Um how am I gonna transition into each topics and, and how I'm gonna do this and that. And I'm only thinking that because I haven't been recording a lot lately. Also, with me not having a docket, you know what I mean? My preparation is not as good as it was before when I was recording two or three times a week. And and that's a self-assessment that I've I've had to uh, acknowledge and analyze and, and realize that, that, you know, that has to change in order for me to get back into the groove that I was in. Um, And not, not to say that there's you know, reasons for why I came out of that groove, but I, I my priorities were a little different um, due to, you know, certain circumstances. 
And I don't really feel bad about those circumstances because I think what I was trying to accomplish with those circumstances was pure. It was good hearted. And I thought for the betterment of long term, um, to put in the work now would make the situation easier later on down the road. So that was kind of my thinking. So as far as, you know, me not kind of getting things done, um, you know, these past couple of months, I mean, yeah, there definitely was a method to my madness in, in regards to doing that. Uh, is that method working right now? Eh, eh, eh. It's a little, I'm going to say no, because um, I don't think the situation is where I want it to be or how I want it to be currently at this moment. Um, and just kind of, you know, and, yeah, self-analyzing that situation moving forward. Um, I don't know. Where, I don't know where it goes right now. I, I really don't. But uh, I don't want to get into that. Um, yeah, I don't want to get into that. Uh, but yeah, so you know, um, is that like I, like I was saying before? It's definitely not just. Uh, you can just kind of stop potting stop recording and just hop right back on like it's nothing man it does not work that way it, it just doesn't it just does not work that way and that's what i'm finding out that's definitely what i'm finding out but you know i'm gonna still keep on plugging away though you know what i mean i still keep on plugging away i still gotta keep doing what i'm doing um and it's yeah man it's just putting my head down just working that's it man you know what I mean? Just working, man. But trying to, trying to do a better job of managing my time management skills to the point where I can get this done and it don't be at such a late hour or, you know, I don't know, man. Just you know, time management skills. Um, just realizing that this is not, it's just not that easy to just hop on the mic and just do what you know, do what you need to do. So that's also a big part. But um, yeah, man. So anyway. I did just kind of get into the episode. Um, it's flowing right now. As I stated just now, I don't really have a doc at all like that. But there is one thing I did want to get into. <clears throat> I don't know where this frog in my throat is coming from. That's crazy. There is one thing I did want to get into that I didn't get into last episode because the finale hadn't aired yet. And that's the power force, man. That's power force, Tommy. Um, and, you know, in the power universe, that's Tommy's season. Um, the season finale had happened, what, maybe it's been about maybe two weeks now, two Fridays now. Uh, Raising Canaan comes out this Friday. But, yeah, power force it went off maybe two weeks ago. And I kind of want to get into a, a force recap, man. I, I definitely want to get into a force recap. Um, first off, shout out to the writers and the showrunners for um, a hell of a season, man. I mean, yeah, the season was was everything I thought it was going to be. It was um, <clears throat> action-packed, drama-filled, uh, very unpredictable as well. And, yeah, man, the season was dope, man. The season was super dope. It was crazy. Um, season had my emotions all over the place, uh, especially with what happened 
Um, first off, let me start off by saying R.I.P. Leon, man. Oh, R.I.P. Leon. Let me pour a little something out for Leon, man. He ain't deserved that at all. But the reality is that's how young dudes in Chicago get down, at least to what I read and hear about Chicago. Of course, that's the home of King Vaughn, Lil Durk, um, G Herbo, uh, Chief Keith. I mean, just a lot of Kanye, Common, um, Chicago. Yeah, man, you know, and and based off what, you know, what those guys are saying and, and how they describe Chicago, it ain't sweet over there. You know what I mean? So what happened to Leon is, is unfortunately a reality in Chicago streets. At least that's what it appears to be and what they make it seem like. I felt real bad for Diamond. You know what I mean? Diamond was really trying to do everything right for Leon. Um, he had kind of taken Leon under his wing. I think he had seen himself in a different light in regards to being with Leon. And after this death, man, I don't know if Diamond will ever be the same. I don't think he'll ever uh, think he can turn over a new leaf uh, a life and, and he'll realize that ultimately he is Diamond. You know, the hustling monster, you know, that that's who he is. Um, I think Leon gave Diamond hope at a different future. <clears throat> and now when Leon died, I don't know if I don't know if Diamond ever gets that hope back again. I, I really don't. And you know, at the beginning of the of Force uh season one, we never really see what caused Diamond to go into jail. Or what kind of person he was? I think we just kind of see him cutting the, you know, cutting the hair in the, in this, you know, in the jail, and it kind of starts like that. But after he, you know, after Diamond killed his PO, and after Leon, and we've seen a different version of Diamond. We've seen a different animal. You know, at the time, and you know, he's looking in the mirror after he kills the PO, and Tommy's looking at him. Tommy has like a smile on his face because he knows that Diamond is, you know. Diamond is about to turn into a different animal. And that's the animal Tommy needs in order to take over Chicago. So I can only assume things for Diamond get a lot worse. I don't really see any light at the end of the tunnel for him right now, just based on him just being in a dark space. You know, so him wanting to get revenge on for for Leon's death, even though it was gonna cause beef with King Kilo, uh, just lets me know that he, you know, he ain't, you know, he ain't really thinking all the way straight. And so, um, yeah, but Diamond, you know, like I said, I think nothing but, you know, we're gonna see a monster next season. That that's for sure. Uh, one thing definitely to watch out for next season is the potential for a for Diamond to clash with Tom Lee. Uh, to clash with Tommy, especially after their exchange at the end of the finale in which, you know, Diamond says something about we did this and Tommy says something about, well, I did this and if it weren't for me, we just that and the third. And, uh, you know, there just seems to be a sense of Tommy trying to, you know, take all the credit and Diamond wanting to know that he has something to do with it. And, yeah, there's potential for there to be a little bit of static right there. A little bit of static. It's definitely potential. So we, we got to definitely keep a close eye on that because that exchange was very weird at the end of the finale. Um, <clears throat> and that brings me to Tommy. And Tommy right now, I mean, he's literally turning Chicago into New York right before our own eyes. 
Um, he's taken over Chicago slowly but surely. Uh, he's cut everyone off that he needed to to get to the main connect, uh, which is Shay, and it's only Shay, and it's only a matter of time before he finds or meets a cartel leader um, who would basically be the Chicago Lobos, you know, and I think that's what Tommy's trying to get to, and. I think he's going to try to get to that by any means necessary. That That's for sure. Uh, that means going, you know, backstabbing Miguel like he did, like he's been doing. You know what I mean? That, you know, that's what he's going to do. I don't see anything that's going to stop Kami from getting to the top of the food chain. It's just not happening right now. Uh, but the problem, though, I will say this, though, is that Tommy going to have some, some heat. Like, the block is hot right now um, with the feds and, and, you know, Vic. And he got Miguel on his head about Marilla and, um, you know, why Miguel not wanting him to get close to Shay. And, I mean, he still got to worry about the Serbs. I mean, Tommy really got a lot going on. Like, he can't be caught slipping out here. Like, there's just too much going on. Like, he got to worry about too much. He got to worry about Janara potentially being a snake. He still got, you know, the serve. I mean, just, I mean, he just got a lot going on. Other than that, I mean, he's basically taking over, but, he, you know, there's a lot going on. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on with him right now, and he has to be on his P's and Q's at all times, Um, which explains why he got those cameras in there. And I really want to know how how is he going to figure out about that bug that Vic put in his underneath his dining room table how is he going to figure out that bug like how is that going to happen and that's what i'm still trying to figure out uh yeah man so you know we're going to see what happens with tommy moving forward but i I like the position that he's in right now he's in a position of power he's in a position to call the shots and he's definitely turning you know chicago into new york that's definitely what he's doing um, not really sure what the storyline with JP is going right now. I guess taking care of Kate and trying to mend things with D Mac is um is all JP really got going on right now. But I'm gonna tell you this much: JP either better he got to get in the game or don't, because I don't see any other storyline for him right now. You know what I mean? Other than the you know kind of rekindle with D Mac, and I think rekindling with D Mac. It's going to be very hard because D-Mac is not going to make it through next season. If he makes it to season four, I'll be really surprised. Uh, D-Mac is a hothead. He's not as bad as, you know, some other other kids that, you know, they make it seem like. But D-Mac is a hothead, man. He he definitely is. I mean, he thinks everything he's doing is right and has purpose, and it, and it does. But he just goes about doing it the wrong way. That, that's all. I mean, he you know, his, his intent is good. His reasoning is good. His his execution, trash. Super trash. Um so you know, and I, you know what? And I really thought that D Mac, when he was up at that shelter, was gonna meet up with Cash, uh Lala, aka Lakeisha's son. I don't know why, because I think Cash is still an orphan. I don't know if Cash is, is staying with his dad or if he's you know he's around with well, you know, I don't know. We don't know where Cash is at, but um, I don't know. I just for some reason I thought that D Mac and Cash was gonna link up and they was gonna 
kind of start building something, but that didn't happen. But I definitely had a vision of seeing that happen because I don't think that we've seen the last of Cash. I, I really don't. Um, and whether or not he's going to be older the next time we see him, of course, of course he'll be older. But we just don't know what we you know what kind of state he's going to be in. But Tommy's always going to look out for Cash. That's for sure. So it's only a matter of time, but before I think he makes an appearance into the um, Chicago scene. So we'll we'll see in the power force. But I I, I anticipate seeing Cash sooner than later. Um, and really, the only person that could save D Mac is probably Tommy, unless JP decides to get active and and you know, kind of put his put himself on the street and see what he could do. But the, but the chances are slim for D-Mac. And it's really all because Denard, Denard sold him out to King Kilo. And, you know, Denard, yeah, he's all over the place, man. I mean, speaking of Denard, he's definitely all over the place. But I will say this. I like the acting that he's been doing. Um, Denard's been through all types of scenarios. He was on drugs. He was fighting his crew. He was being in love with Shanti. Um, shout out to Denard. AKA Chris Lofton. Um, because he, I mean, he he acting his butt off. I ain't gonna front. Janor acting his butt off, man. Shout out to him, Chris Lofton. We'll Shout out to clap. Chris Lofton. We'll make it clap. Shout out to Chris Lofton, man. He he killing his role, man. He he definitely killing his role. I, I'm not mad at what he's doing at all right now. Definitely not mad at what Chris Lofton is doing. Uh, he been doing his thing on screen. Um, he's showing a lot of range um, with his character. Um, but the downfall of Gennard is going to be Shanti. It, 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 that's inevitable. And I like Shanti at first. I really did. But now I see how grimy she is. She's really out for self. Um, I don't think she really liked Gennard all like that. And I think Gennard is kind of starting to see through her a little bit. He's kind of starting to see that she's scheming. and. She's out for self, and she plays. She basically playing her own game. Um, and I, you know, yeah, man, I just I see Jannar taking her out early next season. I think he's caught on to what Shanti's trying to do, and for some reason, I see Jannar killing her. I think it's only right <clears throat> because Shanti definitely, you know, she definitely on some. <clears throat> She's definitely on some Grammy stuff. I think she makes it to season four, but barely, barely. So we'll, we'll see. But I just think Shanti's been doing too much, man. The only way she can probably keep stay in her role and, and stay in this, seri- this, this series is if she follows Jannar's lead. And I don't think she's doing that because she don't seem like somebody that, you know, that wants to, you know what I mean, be... Um, a sidekick or, or not be her own boss. And with that being said, Jannar's taking her as a threat, which means that he's going to eliminate the threat. So, you know, yeah, man, but shout out to Shanti, man, but shout out to, to Chris Lofton, man. He's killing his role. Shout out to Chris Lofton. He's killing his role. Um, And, and Tommy and Jannar got something going on too, so I don't know how that's going to play out. Jannar down Tommy out, you know, um, he sent that picture to Miguel and then Jannar also knows information about, you know, how Tommy and them robbed the Serbs. So Jannar, I mean, he, he held, he holds some, some blackmail pieces, whether or not he's going to use them or he obviously used the picture with, with Maria, 
but is he going to use that blackmail piece with the Serbs? That's still yet to be determined. Diamond, not knowing that, you know, Janard is, is just out here doing anything, didn't recognize, didn't even think about, think twice about when he told him about what happened with the Serbs. So that's something that we got to watch out moving forward. And I ain't like how Tommy made Janard go get that drink at the end when they were celebrating. Yeah, I ain't like that, man. It seemed like he was trying to, like, punk Janard. Right? You know what I mean? That's what it seemed like. So, I don't know. What You know, it is what it is, man. But I do want to see where this beef is going. Um, My next main question is, Claudia did or alive? You know what I mean? Is Claudia dead or alive? I don't know. For some reason, I think she's alive. I like how Tommy set that up. You know, said it was for Liliana because it really was. Claudia should never kill Liliana. She would have been fine had she not done that. But I really think I really think that for some reason that she survives that stabbing attack. Um, because we never actually seen her dead. We never seen her eyes closed or, or you know, her stop breathing or anything like that. Um, it looked like she kind of ate that that those stab wounds. It looked like she kind of ate them. So we we gonna see what happens with that moving forward. Um, but she definitely had it coming. Claudia definitely had it coming. That's for sure. Uh, but Tommy definitely did trick the feds. And, you know, it reminded me how he tricked the feds and how they went in there and got Claudia. It reminded me of how Ghost did the same thing and had them going into the hotel thinking that he was in there and it was Lobos and Tommy. But Tommy, that's what I'm saying, man. He Tommy's turning this whole thing into New, into New York. But that trickery that he used with the feds reminded me of that same thing that Ghost did when he when they got Lobos. It definitely definitely was, man. It was crazy, man. But I swear Tommy is turning into Ghost, man. I swear he is. And that's a good thing. You know what I mean? Because we got six good seasons, six, seven good seasons of, of Ghost. Of, 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 of Ghost being Ghost and, and doing what he does. So if we can get that out of power force, I'll be happy. I'll be really happy. Uh, speaking of the DAs, man, I can't stand Stacy. Oh man, I can't stand her right now. She's gonna get Vic killed. She's the most annoying, you know, DA I think that we've seen, or ASA, AUSA, or whatever they are. She's the most annoying one that we've ever had in any power universe. Like the worst. Even worse than Tamika. Like, she's bad, man. Stacy is bad. She's obsessed with Tommy. I know she's supposed to be obsessed with Tommy, you know what I mean? That's her role, but I mean, come on, man. You you just overdoing it. You're not thinking. You just, I mean, you're going crazy. But I guess that means that ultimately she's killing her role because if I've seen her in real life, I might feel some type of way. Like, I might really say something to her, like, yo, why don't you back up off Tommy? Like, that's how I'm feeling. If I've seen her in real life, I might really say something to her. So, I, you know, so she's definitely killing her role too. Um, but she definitely got Vic in trouble, man. Vic is a dead man walking. It's only a matter of time. Um, but I do think that Tommy keeping Vic around for a reason. I just don't know what that reason is right now. But I will say this, that the longer Vic is around, the more I think he will be able to wiggle out the situation that he's in and extend his longevity in this series. So... So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Vic moving forward. But I think Vic is, he's smart enough and uh, slimy enough and, and, you know, 
foxy enough as a as sly as a fox to kind of get out of the situation that he's in. So if he had, you know, if he lasts to, you know, mid season next season, he's gonna make it all the way out. I, I do believe that about Vic. So I mean, overall, man, the season was fire, man. I mean, the, the season was top of the not top top of the line, ten out of ten. Shout out to the showrunners. Um, I got no complaints. Um, they left us with so many cliffhangers um, of this series that that's what I'm saying. There's so many questions, man. It's Claudia did. What happens with Vic? Um, what happens with you know with Stacy and with, with where is Maria at? And I just don't really know what's going to happen. You know, what happens with JP? Like, there's so many cliffhangers moving forward. Jannard and Shanti. Um, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. And I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing this, how this plays out in next season. I really am. Um, but this, you know, shout out the writer's room. Man, they're killing it for sure, man. They're definitely killing it. And I'm going to say this much. Tommy going to go crazy until he find Maria. He's going to lose his nugget until he find Maria. And that better happen soon. I'll tell you that much because the way he was screaming at the end, oh, he was upset. He was definitely upset. But shout out to the uh to the the writers room for, for Power Force. I killed it this season. Can't wait for next season, man. Shout out to y'all, man. We'll make it clap. We'll make it clap. Yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all went crazy. Y'all definitely went crazy um this season. Um yeah, man, so that day that took up a whole lot of the episode. But I had to, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about that though, because I feel like it was I, I feel like the season finale of Power Force didn't get talked about enough. And the numbers, uh, you know, according to fifty, the numbers was up there with, with the original power. So that's a good thing too, man. The numbers was definitely up there. Um but I just don't feel like force was being talked about enough. Uh, so you know. But anyway, man, let's let's, let's kind of transition to this no no of the week, and this no no of the week is going to um, streaming services. Yeah, I'm using I'm using the streaming service right now. When I play my music, I definitely use them. But this no no of the week is going to y'all, and it's going to y'all because y'all not paying out no money. I got these artists, man. They working as hard as they can. You know how many times their song has to get streamed for at least 30 seconds in order for them to earn some revenue? It's ridiculous. Like, it's out of control. I mean, the numbers that these that these payouts to these streams are, are ridiculous, man. The Spotify payout is anywhere from three one-thousandths of a cent to five one thousandth of a cent which is crazy you know what i mean so you probably need a thousand uh you need a, what a thousand uh streams in order to get three dollars like i mean it's just just outrageous man that's from spotify apple music is uh 0.006 six thousandths uh to eight thousandths of a stream you know what i mean so for every 100 stream 100,000 streams you can get 600 to 800 dollars that's a lot of streams, man. That's a lot of songs that get to get played, man. Title um, has the highest rate per stream. So if you have 100,000 streams, you can get earn 1250 to 1500 for 100,000 streams. Man, y'all making these artists work too hard, man. Y'all making these artists work too hard. I, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? And, and for a streaming service, I mean, people are already paying for it, but 
Y'all gotta pay the y'all gotta pay the artist. That's why I support title, because I'm glad title is paying the artist the most. Cause that's the streaming service that I got. And I'm glad that they are, you know, dishing out the most money. Cause that's who I like to support. Uh they, you know, originally when I got title, it was because they, you know, paid the artist. That was my main reason for getting title. And now that I see these numbers out here about how much the streaming services are actually kicking out, it's crazy. Like it, it it's really crazy that they really not kicking out no money. So this no no goes to y'all, man, the streaming services. Can you pay the artists, please? Like it's time for them y'all to renegotiate, for the artists to renegotiate, for the rappers, the entertainers, the singers, um, to renegotiate and try to figure something out. Um, because it seems like it's highway robbery. A hundred thousand streams only gets you $600 and get you at the most 1500, a hundred thousand streams, man, that's ludicrous, man. And for that, for that reason, man, streaming services, this goes out, this no, no goes out to y'all, man. Cause that's, this don't even make no sense. That like, it, like it don't even make no sense. I'm trying to figure out why y'all think that that paying out that much money is, is, is okay. And for that reason, man, this no no goes to you, man. Yep, that no no goes to y'all. That streaming service, that no no goes to you guys for show for show. And um yeah man so we're gonna transition up and out of there. Uh what else do we got going on? Today is Sunday football, NFL football. Uh I like what I've seen today from my Steelers. Um the offense still looks the same, but I do feel like they allowed Kenny Pickett to let his hands fly a lot more. Um, meaning that um they allow Kenny to play freely. Uh, I don't think anything changed as far as, you know, schematics wise since Canada, you know, got released this week. But I do feel like the, you know, the energy was different. There was a different aura. And Kenny was allowed to, you know, to to kind of fling that ball around like I know he could fling that ball around. Um, but we're seven and four. You know what I mean? We're seven and four. We got a light schedule coming up. We got Arizona, we got Indianapolis, we got the Patriots. We got the Bengals again without Joe Burrow. That's four. That should be four wins right there. If we don't go through at least three and one, or or four and zero oh in that stretch, something's wrong. You know what I mean? Then we got the Seahawks. That's a winnable game, even though it's in Seattle. And then we got Baltimore, um, which is going to be a tough game. But they might be resting their starters. Um, and right now, being seven and four, we're one game behind all the division leaders, who are all eight and three. Um, you know, Dolphins, Ravens, Jags, Kansas City. Um, we're right there, you know what I mean. You know, we I know Kansas City plays, you know, Buffalo, who who had a, lost a heartbreaking game today to the Philadelphia Eagles. I still have faith in Buffalo, but um, numbers wise, it's starting to look a little bleak for them. Undoubtedly, they are still one of the best teams in football, but they just can't seem to get a win right now. Not really sure what, what's going on with them. Um. The Ravens, they definitely look good. They stole one in San Diego. We've seen Justin Tucker miss a field goal. So, you know, anytime you see that, something's wrong. Uh, so them almost losing 
Um, and Tucker missing a field goal. Yeah, it's like only certain the certain things are, are guaranteed. It's like death taxes and Justin Tucker making anything inside 50 yards. And when I seen him miss, I was a little concerned. I, I actually looked outside to see if the moon was, was, you know, was out there. That's how rare it is to see him miss. Um, Jacksonville, big win against the Houston Texans today. Uh, Kansas City, you know, managed to get past the Raiders. Uh, Buffalo, though. Buffalo, Buffalo, man. I don't know what happens. I don't know what's going on with y'all, but at 6-6, six and six, I think every game here on out is a must-win for them moving forward. Um, if they don't do that, they will not make the playoffs. Uh, with Cincinnati and Joe Burrow, you know, being um, out right now, it was looking like the AFC North was going to get all four teams in, but now that Burrow is no longer healthy, um, that does open up one spot. But I do believe that um, Baltimore, uh, us in Baltimore are definitely getting in. Um, Cleveland, not really sure uh, with their quarterback situation with Deshaun Watson out for the season. Not really sure what happens um, with them. So, you know, just three weeks ago, it looked like the AFC North was going to get three teams in. Now it looks like they're only going to get two two in right now, and Cleveland is going to be hanging on by a thread. So Buffalo, they can get up there and steal that spot. Uh, Houston can get up there and steal one of those spots. Um, Denver, who has come out of nowhere and have won five in a row, and Russell Wilson, and, and Denver's not being talked about enough. Russell Wilson is playing good football. You know, the, if Kansas City had lost a day, Denver would have been one game behind them. And and they have they hold the tiebreaker because they did beat Kansas City. Denver's playing good football right now. It's not being talked about enough. I mean, it is being talked about, but let's give a little bit more love because when Russell Wilson was playing terrible, you know, he was getting killed. Now that he's playing good, it's not quiet, but, it, you know, it's it's not church mouse quiet, but it's still a little quiet. Still a little quiet for Russell. Uh, Eagles still looking strong. I mean, I, I mean, look, the Eagles have a super team. They, they essentially have like a like a Pro Bowl roster um, at every position. But I got to see them win the big game. You know, I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah, they're they're going to be a strong regular season team. They have a lot of good, very good players. But I need to see them, you know, win the big one. And I don't know if that happens. San Francisco looked good this week. Uh, Detroit looked good. Um, Thanksgiving, San Francisco blew out Seattle. Detroit uh, blew out Washington. Um, they definitely look good. Uh, they're definitely firmly in the playoffs. I mean, the, the fact that matters is that the NFC is really horrible, okay? It's really a bad division. Um, other than the Eagles and the 49ers and the Cowboys, I'll put the Cowboys in there. Um, Detroit, I still don't think they're on that tier just yet. Um, the NFC South is horrible. Uh, Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints. It's just ugly football being played in that division, period. Tampa Bay, you're still in it at 4-7. and seven. Um, I mean, whoever comes out of that division is automatically getting blown out anyway, home playoff game or not, but they're getting smashed. Um, but that's just, just it's just such a bad division. I mean, you think the Saints are going to turn the corner and then they can't do anything, they can't beat the Falcons. And it's just, oh, man, it's just an ugly division. Um, you know, so, well, yeah, it's just, it's just really, really ugly. Uh, but if I had to kind of go with my top five right now, um, 
my top five right now, and this is coming off of today's game, Sunday's games. I'm definitely going with uh, Detroit at five. I'm respecting Detroit. Detroit at five. I'm going Jacksonville at four. Yes, Jacksonville at four. I'm going Baltimore at three. I'm going Kansas City at two, and I can't front on I can't front on the Eagles right now. I can't. Um, I can't. I, I yeah, definitely can't. I got Eagles coming at one. I got Kansas City coming at number two. Baltimore at three. I got Jacksonville at four, and Detroit at five. I know you're asking where are the Miami Dolphins at? Um, the Dolphins. I have them a little bit out because I need to see them beat a winning. T- oh, you know what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me take that back. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. I got to kick. Um, I got to kick because mm, I forgot the 49ers. Whoa, I forgot the 49ers. I'm going to. Okay, let me reach. Let me rechange that. I'm going to kick out. I don't want to kick out Detroit when they played such good football the other day. I'm going to kick out Detroit. I'm going to kick out Detroit. So I'm going to go Jacksonville at five. I'm going to go, ooh, and I don't have the Cowboys in there. This is hard right now. I'm going to go Jacksonville at five. I'm going to go, hmm, that changes things for me. I'm going to go Jacksonville at five. I'm going to go Baltimore at four. I'm going to go San Fran at three, Kansas City at two, and Philadelphia at one. Yes, that's how I'm going to go. On the outside looking in, we have the Cowboys and we have the Dolphins, who I easily can get on the inside of what's going on. But right now, I got them on the outside looking in. I need to see the Dolphins beat a winning team. Um, I'm still putting some respect on Jacksonville's name. And, yeah, that's... Dude, yeah, it was tough. That's tough. That is really tough. Jacksonville, um, Baltimore, San Fran, Kansas City, Philly. That's my top five. That's what I got for y'all in the top five right now. Um, anything can change, but that's what I'm rocking with right now. We will see what happens moving forward. But, ooh, that was tough, man. Yeah, it's tough, man. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We're getting down to the playoffs. Uh, we got a lot, you know, a lot going on. Um, so we'll see what happens with that moving forward. Um, man, but NFL, man, with six weeks left. That's what's crazy. Six weeks left in the league, and I feel like you know my my squad is definitely firmly in the playoffs. And with Kansas City offense not looking, you know, that good. Uh, you know, I mean, hey. We got a chance. We got a chance. We have got a chance to um, make a run in the playoffs. If we can get in there, if our offense continues to look good, we're currently giving up, you know, still is giving up 18.6 points per game, currently fourth in the NFL. And I'm also loving that as well. So, I mean, we got a chance, man. I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite coming out the AFC. I think it's wide open, but there are a lot of good football teams. Um, the NFC is a lot more clear-cut. It's, it's Philly. It's, you know, the Eagle. It's Philly. It's San Fran and Dallas. Anything other than that, who knows what could happen. Uh, so we will we will see moving forward. Um, 
what else do we get? I ain't really trying to do, you know, all sports recap. Uh, we had the boxing match yesterday. Um, Benavidez beat Andre. Good, definitely good fight. Benavidez got some power. We'd like to see him going against Canelo moving forward, uh, super middleweight. Uh, Jamal Charlo beat Benavidez, the younger Benavidez, Jose. And we'd like to see Charlo and Caleb Plant. So we'll see what happens with that moving forward. I think Devin Haney is slated to, slated to fight uh, this weekend. I believe he fights. Or no, maybe it's the weekend after that. It's like the first week in December. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Deontay Wilder, Wilder and Anthony Joshua did sign a card for a fight that is towards the end of December. Uh, they're not fighting each other, but they are going to be on the same card. Um, what else we got sports-wise? Jeez uh, Louise. We still got the, the in-season tournament going on with NBA. And, you know, there was definitely some debate about what's going on, about which was better. Uh, NBA Christmas or NFL Thanksgiving. And I think without a shadow of a doubt, it is NBA Christmas games are definitely way better than NFL Thanksgiving games. Um, I think for the most part, it's just more entertaining. Uh, the competition is a lot better. The games are a lot more unpredictable. I think the Thanksgiving games, for the most part, um, are usually blowouts. I don't know why they flex schedules for everything else. I don't know why the NFL does not flex those games to get the best teams playing on Thanksgiving because that's what we want to see. We do not want to see blowouts. Nothing's fun about watching the Jets and the Dolphins, uh, watching the 49ers and the Seahawks, and, and watching the Cowboys and the Commanders. Like, those games aren't good. I mean, the Detroit-Green Bay game was okay just because Green Bay won. But other than that, though, no, we don't want to see that. We want to see good games. Flex the games, uh, Goodell. Flex the games. When you when you see the, the Christmas, you know, the Thanksgiving schedule's coming up and you got two weeks before the games are coming, flex the games and put the teams that we want to see out there. We want to see the good teams, man. We, that's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. We want to see the good teams. Um, so, yeah, NBA Christmas Day is way better than NFL Thanksgiving uh, games any day of the week. Um, what else do we got going on out here? Uh, we had Oh, we had the whole thing with Derek Chauvin, um, who was stabbed by an inmate. Uh, Friday in a federal prison in Arizona. Um, the attack happened at the Federal Corrections Institution, Tucson, a medium security prison um, that has been plagued by security lapses and staffing shortages. The person was not authorized to publicly discuss the details of the attack. Um, but in a statement, the agency said the responding employees contained the incident and performed life-saving measures before the inmate, who it did not name, was taken to the hospital for further treatment and evaluation. Um, of course, the inmate was Derek Chauvin. Um, yeah, man, I mean, man, I mean, we've all seen Oz before. I mean, we definitely know that, you know, cops and cop killers definitely have a tough time in jail. Um, him being stabbed, I'm not going to say I'm surprised. Um, just for the simple fact that, you know, the reason why he's in there is this foul business. So um, I'm not applauding the, you know, the act either, but I'm just saying I'm just not surprised that that happened to him. Um, of course, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's we're screaming George Floyd's name uh, all day, every day. We're screaming his name. 
And, um, you know, Derek Chauvin, I mean, you reap what you sow, ultimately, and and um, you're still alive. So thank the heavens um, that you are still alive. So we did have that going on over the weekend. Um, what else do we got going on? And you know, and you know what? I kind of want to get into um, daylight savings times. I don't know why, man, but I'm trying to figure out how we move the clock back one hour, and all of a sudden it goes from getting dark at you know eight or nine o'clock to getting dark at four thirty. Like it be pitch black outside now, like early. And I don't like it, man. I do not like it. It's kind of throwing my sleep pattern off just a little bit. Um, and it's just it's just weird, man. Like I don't know, it's just weird. And and I, I guess I'm trying to figure out exactly why we even need daylight savings time. Like why do we need daylight savings? Like for what? There's no reason for us to need daylight savings at all. But yet we have it every year, and yet it gets darker and darker every year. So we'll, you know, I don't know if, like, because even, like, right now, if we was to push the clock back forward again, it would still be getting dark at, like, 5.30 now. So I'm just confused by the whole situation, for real. I'm just confused by the whole daylight savings situation. It it makes no sense to me. I'm sure I'm not the only one it makes no sense to, but... I mean, it definitely, yeah, it's weird, man. It's definitely weird, and I'm over it, for real, for real. I'm, I'm definitely over it. Um, what else do we have going on? We got the ceiling challenge that's been going crazy. I've been seeing it on TikTok. Um, yeah, man, ceiling challenge. Uh, I think everybody wants to see Ari do the ceiling challenge. The ceiling challenge is cool. It's not better than the silhouette challenge, but it's all right. You know what I mean? You get a, you get a a view from you know up top and it's cool you know what i mean it's it's okay ceiling challenge is okay but it's not this i would take if if i had to choose between a silhouette challenge and the ceiling challenge i'm taking a silhouette challenge hands down no questions asked it was way it was way better than the ceiling challenge you know what i mean but i like yeah i've seen some wholesome ceiling challenges uh, with families um other than that it's cool, you know what I mean. It's it's alright. It's alright. Like it's alright. You know what I mean. It's alright. Um, what else do we get that I haven't really kind of get in touch with right now? I mean, it's holiday season right now, man. Um, so definitely, you know what I mean. Keep your ground up right now. If you want to shine for Christmas and you want to shine for New Year's. You got the grind now. Of course, you're supposed to be grinding all year, but it's never too late to start over. You know what I mean? Never too late to start over. Everybody wants to have, um, you know, good a good holiday. You know what I mean? So put your head down. Keep working, man. Keep working. That's all. Keep working and get getting to it, man. And I'm and I'm personally talking to myself. I'm not just talking to y'all. I'm talking to myself so I can kind of stay on my p's and q's and I can keep getting to it. But. Yeah, but I'm, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's weird. It's like we wrapping up the end of the year, you know what I mean? And, and things are going on and, and I'm reflecting on the, the year that I had and, and, you know, where I could have got better at and, and things that I could have done differently. And I feel like 
moving forward. I got a lot of big decisions I got to make uh, moving forward um, before the end of this year and going into next year. And I kind of been putting those decisions off, and I guess I've been kind of dreading it. But now, you know, we at the end of the year, and, and yeah, some decisions got to get made, man. And and you got to figure out which direction, you know, you're going and, and what you want to do going into 2024. You don't want to have any unanswered questions. And I'm talking like this, like like it's New Year's Eve. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but I don't know what's on my mind. Um, but yeah, holiday season, man. Just you know what I mean. I wish I was doing something for Christmas. That would have been even better. I wish I could, but uh, I'm too late with my request. But I would love to help 100 families for Christmas. So I will definitely be trying to do that next year. Of course, you know it'll be the first annual. Um, Christmas giveaway, you know, in honor of my dad, that is going to be super dope. So that's, I mean, those are the things I'm planning on doing. Um, but I was definitely too late to, to get my request in for Christmas and hopefully I can get it in, you know what I mean? Next year, you know what I mean? So that's all we got, man. We getting out of here, man. Um, yeah, man, we getting out of here, man. You got an episode 85, I think. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, shout out to Travis Scott, man. I'm going to see Travis Scott this weekend. He's coming to the Berg. Uh, hopefully he comes out with Wiz. Uh, straight out of Pittsburgh, man. You know what I mean? You got it, man. We out of here, man. We trying to get our feet back where we charged up. Let's get it. Yeah. We got some other things we got to get into, man. Definitely do. There's a whole lot more we got to get into, but I had to get that power recap out the way, though, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charged up. Feeling recharged after that Thanksgiving break, though. No time for sleep right now. Let's go, Wiz. Smoking, I keep a bitch getting stoned. We waking and baking, puffing the J. She told me that I'm a new favorite. How much do we blaze? A hundred a day. Say they got the good, but what the pack smell like? Feel like it's a dream, but now we back to real life. It's incredible. I got flyers, wax, inhalers, edibles, all shit you never saw. Wiz might be the most consistent rapper. He might be the most consistent rapper out here. You got it. Let's go. Gia. Gia. Shout out to everybody still tapping in with me, man. We going we going to get the, we going to get these episodes back flowing again for sure. Stick with me though. We out of here, man. You got it. Yeah.
Rolling up the weed while I count the cake. Naked bitches in the kitchen shaking bacon. What you think I'm